Hi, I'm Billy. She, they. And I'm Jordan. She, her. And this is the Rebel Movement Podcast. The show where we are declaring freedom from diet culture and toxic positivity, from mental health, diet culture in the fitness industry, to pregnancy, postpartum, and everything else in between, we're here to talk about it. This is a Rebel Movement. How's it going? Really good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm feeling a little sleepy today, but good. <laughs> yes, it is a sleepy day. At least like sleepy evening for me. Sleepy evening. Like a lot of time outside in the sun and uh, getting that like <laughs> summer sleepiness. Mm-hmm. I was outside today. And I was like, oh. I'm so happy it's summer that I had to remind myself that it's just spring, but like, I also need to make sure I enjoy this part before it gets way too hot. Yes. <laughs> I really can't True. handle it. Because uh, it is quite hot here. It's Yeah. It was like gorgeous. Like I had the pool out, like the inflatable pool. Mm. They spent the afternoon in their bathing suits, which is also my hack to like not put sunscreen on their entire bodies because their mm-hmm. bathing suits are like rash guards with so full like arms and legs. Nice. And they're UV proof, so I only have to do their face and neck. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That'd be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So in the summer, if it's like getting hot and I realize that I didn't put sunscreen on them, I just throw them in their bathing suits. <laughs> <laughs> that works. That works. I also uh, saw this um, video today, too, about it's like Canadians this time of year and like you know happily enjoying the weather and then there was like music that was foreboding um (laughs) (laughs) and there was someone like running towards the camera and it said mosquitoes oh yeah yeah they're already out here too so it's getting like like a few of them it's like Mm -hmm. just before it gets really miserable Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know I feel like for some reason May is just like the month where you get to actually enjoy summer <laughs> then yeah. you don't enjoy it when it's yeah. actually summer <laughs> that's true that's true I find it um last year I went to a beach I think it was Sandbanks here in Ontario and I spent like a long time just like standing and floating in the water and mm-hmm. I think it's been since I was a little kid that I'd done that to that level and I felt like I was missing out all this time because it's so much easier to enjoy when it's really really hot when you're like Mm. just yeah floating in the water yeah I'm like a hardcore water person like through and through um it's like my life force it's like I like living near the water and I like spending a lot of time in the water um Mm. yeah no and like last summer when it was like heat wave after heat wave and I was very very pregnant um yeah. whenever I got a chance to just like float in the water <laughs> it's just like the most beautiful experience <laughs> so weightless and I remember mm-hmm. once like it was it happened twice actually where I was like holy fuck I didn't realize like uh like how hard it was to move my body because it was so big until I had gotten out of the water mm-hmm. um <laughs> like either like I pulled myself out from the ladder and like I almost started crying because it was such a 
like blissful experience you know like Aww. not um it just it's hard to move <laughs> and uh like your joints hurt and stuff and it's it's like exhausting to move your body sometimes uh when it was really 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 hot and uh in the water I was like had this like peaceful happy moment and I was just floating and mm-hmm. in the water which I loved um and then out of the water it was like oh yeah right <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> it's oh. so hard to move around it's so hot yeah <laughs> oh my goodness yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah goodness, oh. it was a, uh, yeah, but water, love it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, happy I could pull out the pool so early this year. Yeah, that's so nice. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of the weekend um, gardening as well at my partner's house, mm-hmm. and we've I've been like the last couple times I've gone, I've spent like tons of time outside doing yard work and mm-hmm. getting a um like a vegetable garden ready which was like a lot more work (laughs) than I was expecting we haven't even planted the plants yet but like tilling the soil and like there's yeah yeah great like a bunch of grapevines that were like you know taking over and but it was really like really satisfying to see and then we um had a couple other like projects outside and um I spent like a bunch of time raking um parts of their yard where like the grass doesn't grow and stuff and I think at some points was like taking out my (laughs) feelings with it because it was Mother's Day and Mother's Day can be hard for me so I was Mm -hmm. like emotional raking (laughs) (laughs) like and um, like a smash room but gardening (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh this charge of fish next time it was actually quite helpful, but then I found my, like, my hands and my triceps, but, like, my hands were so sore from, like, how I was, like, holding on to that rake, like, death grip <laughs> on the rake. And it was such a weird feeling, but so combined with the, like, the emotional raking and being outside when it's so warm for the weekend, I was mm-hmm. so tired yesterday and still kind of am because it felt like my body was, like, filled with cement, mm-hmm. you know, that tired yeah oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a lot of us um I'm trying to move the quietest um I feel like a lot of us at least from like what I've heard from folks are feeling really burnt out which sometimes I equate with not always that cement filled feeling but Mm -hmm. I think sometimes it can feel yeah like that no I've noticed that it's it's odd because I'm usually in it too. And right now I don't feel that, um, but I, which is great for me, but mm-hmm. I'm like in a very happy uh, place right now, which is amazing. But I feel like I've noticed that across the board, a lot of like the themes that are coming up, uh, like in the parasocial relationships that I have with people online <laughs> seem to be a lot of like, exhaustion uh like burnout uh or like random bouts of anxiety like like mm-hmm. people waking up feeling anxious um and like having to you know do whatever things that they do to like break, try to bring it back down a little bit mm-hmm. um but it seems to be like uh across the board across the board in my own little bubble <laughs> of social media <laughs> It seems that that seems to be a theme that's like coming up a lot over and over and over again that I'm noticing for sure. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel like that's, I feel the same. Like I've noticed the same for myself. I feel like it's been teetering in and out, like mm-hmm. very much like a toe in each side or a foot in each side. Yeah. <laughs> um, a toe Straddling. in each side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Straddling burnout. <laughs> you know some would say where you want to be (laughs) yeah it's better than being in it fully I suppose Uh, (laughs) um yeah it's it's definitely tricky and I think we're like um talking of drama stuff and really needing to be present in some degree in your business and also dealing with trauma or burnout or you know a pandemic <laughs> like there's so <laughs> much like no wonder we're all like there's so many people having a hard time because there's been like a couple of years of mm-hmm. this traumatic difficult it's officially two experience because my yeah. pandemic baby is two years old like <laughs> yeah yeah oh well that's weird yeah, i know <laughs> That's weird to think about. I was so that like that long ago. Absolutely. Um, anyway, sorry, I got stuck there for a second. <laughs> like, oh my Rip God. ourselves out. <laughs> yeah. We've <laughs> uh, um, made it this far. We can yeah. keep going. We can keep going. Yeah. I started dating my partner a couple of years, a couple of months before the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. I think um maybe a little bit longer than that but like pretty soon like pretty close to when the pandemic started and I was just talking to my my boss at my part-time job today and saying like we had like a couple of like normal dates and then it's mm. been like <laughs> whatever this is for, <laughs> for like is, yeah. the rest of the time but it flies by but it's so hard to go through it I think like whether it's trauma or burnout or hard emotional days because that's I always think of this maybe this is going to sound silly but there's this camp song that I fully do not know the whole thing but it's like you can't go around it can't go over it under it yeah going on a bear hunt that's it I always think of that with (laughs) this trauma stuff and this is how my brain works you're getting to know it I guess um and with you know like a, a mental health stuff that you can't go around it you have to you just have to go through it mm-hmm. which sucks like I say that fully fully knowing it sucks like you have to have the sad like the sad you know moments or days and you have to have the days where you like sleep a bunch because you're tired and like recover to recover from burnout or like to go through the um you know like let the emotions out in some way and it can be difficult to show up in work situations mm-hmm. with I was that. Say, like, like how how does that work with being an entrepreneur and um I'm just posing this in a very <laughs> plain way uh mm-hmm. like I don't know it's, it is a, like a sh- straight up question that I have like how do you um how do you be an entrepreneur <laughs> and and have those hard days like how do those two things work together because as an entrepreneur you have to 
or I assume you have to be able to show up like every single day and, and maybe not give it a hundred percent, but you have to, you're trying really hard every day. You're working mm-hmm. very hard every day and you can't call in sick and you can't like, or can you um, kind of phone it in, you know, like if I went to, a, you know, my retail job or anything like that, like I know that there are easier tasks I could ask to be put into. Um, and also if I mess up, like I'm not the boss, so I just get to go home and, and uh, forget about it at the end of the day, you know? Um, but yeah. as an entrepreneur, it's, it's, it's your life 24 hours a day. Like you're always thinking about your work and how you show up and you don't get time off. You don't get days off, sick days or other people um, to help like cover you in the same way as like, as like an entrepreneur that's starting. Cause usually those people are, mm-hmm. and you are like by yourself in this. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a question mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and question. Um, it definitely is hard. I think in some ways, and like what I've seen from other business owners, uh, is that it's really hard to turn your brain off. Like even if you had a physical store, like a physical space and you leave that space, when you, um, when you leave it, if you're not, if you're not like the owner of that business, you can just like stop thinking about it. Or like you said, like you're done work, you can just like clock out. But at least for myself and a couple other people who I know who are business owners, it's like a constant like hamster wheel, like squeaking sometimes in the back of your head, sometimes like very far forward in your, in your awareness um and it's definitely (laughs) uh it's definitely hard I will say I think like my anxiety is not it's not gotten better because of the entrepreneurship not that I would change it um it really uh, it really forces you to look at your how do I say this forces you to look at your perspective of yourself and your worth and your needs and your self-care and your trauma is <laughs> like a constant <laughs> thing. And this is my, you know, experience maybe for folks who have a different style of business or a different background. It's, you know, totally unrelatable, but it is definitely hard. And I think for myself, if I'm having like a really difficult emotional day, which I def- has definitely happened a lot because I'm, you know, as we've sort of t- touched on going through, still going through the healing process of a bunch of big trauma and, you know, life. <laughs> um, I, I, one of the things I try to do is, and I'm like very much supported by my partner is like, what do I need to do? Like, what do I actually need to get done today? Because my brain will want to be like, okay, we're going to do this. 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 And I have a hard time focusing and it's difficult to like start a task and then I'll start seven others. And then I'll do a bunch of things in one day sometimes. But then other times I do like one thing because I'll ask, this is a sort of a weird way of explaining it. I'll say like a newsletter. I have, I don't have like exact deadlines for the days I put my newsletter out, but I try and have one like beginning of the week and then have like the schedule or if other events or something come up, I will like put that in a separate 
newsletter. And um, I'm a little bit more lenient with the days because sometimes, you know, really bad days happen and it like, you know, can be pushed off till tomorrow. And I use the, I think we talked about it last time, the like me time mode on my phone and we'll like block all the notifications from like most of my apps. Um, and sometimes the most helpful thing is to wait, like whether it's 10 minutes or half an hour or, you know, like a couple of hours, I'll like do nothing, like watch a movie. Or if I have the, you know, the luxury to have the time off of other stuff, I'll like watch a movie or I'll go for a walk or I'll like do something that I want to do, which often is involving rest. Um, and then I'll sort of try and take this approach. Like if I don't feel like doing anything after this, I don't have to do anything. I'll do a couple of things that I want to do. Like, what can I, if I have to, you know, like go get groceries or if I have something else I have to do, that's not business or work related, I'll like do some of that. And then often, not always, but often I will feel a little bit better. And I'm like, okay, I can do this small task. Or sometimes I'll feel completely better in a little while and I'll do the thing that I need to do. But I think often the stuff that my brain tells me that I have to do is a far bigger list than what actually realistically has to be done. Um, like you do not have to do everything in one day. <laughs> um, you do not have to do all the things all the time because if you continue to do all the things all the time, you will be tired and burnt out and not be able to do any of the things any of the times. <laughs> so it definitely is, it's not a balance I'm a pro at for sure, but it's one that I'm working on. And I think another swap or perspective change, I guess, I took a while ago is asking myself how I want to show up in my business and what that means for how I show up. For myself, I think, as I've said in the last episode, I think it's really important to be more open about mental health stuff because it's so frequently shown or told to us or, um, I don't know, expected or misunderstood that if you have mental health um, struggles or you have trauma, you, um, I cannot believe I just forgot the sentence in the middle of it. And it was such a good point. Um, oh, you can't, if you have mental health issues, you have a sad day, you have a, tra you have trauma, you can't be successful. There's this, mm -hmm. not, I'm not saying that's true, but there's, like I definitely grew up. Lives out there. Yeah. 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 Definitely grew up like, oh, you don't be sad. Don't be angry. Like you have to be happy all the time. And if you're not like, no one's going to love you and you're never going to succeed and you're going to fail at life, which is mm -hmm. not necessarily said outright, <laughs> you know, it's the, all I want is my kids to be happy. Like yeah. all I want is for you to be happy. I just want to be happy. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't leave. It's something I'm learning a lot about when I'm, I learn about like a lot of uh, parenting theories. I, I'm a nerd and I love to learn about different theories um <laughs> but uh that it doesn't leave room for all the other emotions and I would mm -hmm. much rather me and my kids to be able to 
kind of surf the waves of all the different emotions and leave space for everything. Yeah. Um, because all uh, the phrase I repeat often <laughs> that all emotions are okay, but not all actions are okay. Yeah. Um, so there's space for all of the different emotions um, in in your day and in your life because um, it's impossible to just be happy all the time. And like the flip side of wanting to be happy all the time or the goal being happiness is that anything else is a failure. Yeah. When that's not true. Everything else is also part of life. Anger shows us things. Jealousy shows us things. Sadness shows us things as well as happiness. I mean, happiness feels good, but that's, that's the feeling associated with happiness. You know, anger feels <laughs> bad sometimes, or it feels powerful sometimes, but there's still a reason for it. And it's still important. Um, it's, it's important to your life and to yeah. your decision-making. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that it's also difficult to feel like if you're never allowing any of the other feelings to come up, which is, you know, a fully understandable coping mechanism. Absolutely. If you had a history where that was the only way you could, you know, survive. Um, but if you never allow any of the other feelings to come up, the happiness ultimately long run can only go so far or can only go so deep. Mm-hmm. I feel like that sounds mean, but I don't mean it. to. No, sound... but every emotion has kind of a lifespan, right? Even throughout yeah. your day, you're not sad the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, aside from when I'm, you know, in, in the middle of a depression, that's like a different yeah. story. <laughs> when I'm having a <laughs> relatively normal week, yeah. you know, like they, they each kind of have a lifespan. Like you're not even angry all day long. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you flitter in and out of different kinds of emotions. Um, and so wanting to stay happy and be happy all the time is also an impossible goal because yeah, it, all the emotions have lifespans. Sometimes the lifespan is longer. It's like, yeah, it feels great to like right now, I'm <laughs> pretty <laughs> decent place. I, I still have moments throughout the day of frustration and anger and, and all those other things. But overall, I would say like the happiness one is leading and that's just what it is right now. Um, it doesn't mean I can't enjoy it, but mm-hmm. it's also, it's not a permanent state and that is okay. You know, yeah. like it, it's, it doesn't have to be here forever. I work really hard to enjoy like the time that I have before winter comes again um (laughs) but you know like it's not a it's it's not a permanent state and it uh trying to make it that way is um you know like (laughs) like the it's a it's like an allegory or the story of the rolling the the ball up the hill and then it'd be it's at the bottom of the next day and then you try to do it again yeah yeah like a never-ending Loop yeah. you get stuck into instead of actually just you know enjoying the wrong word but maybe like honoring all the different emotions that come up throughout the day and throughout the week or the year mm-hmm. and I think the message itself is I like I understand that the message it's, I mean we could probably do I don't know the history of it and I have not studied this but I'm sure we could do a whole you know, deep dive in how that particular message started and the sort of like hiding from your feelings started. And, um, but regardless of the history, like it has a, for a lot of people, it has a good intention, but it just sort of hits, it misses the mark and it ends up feeling 
excluding for a lot of people. And if we're like out here trying to say that you can only be like a good teacher or business owner or whatever, if you're happy all the time, that's excluding like most people, like everybody. (laughs) And I have like myself had people say that I'm not the right fit for a yoga studio or I can't be a good teacher because I deal with some of the difficult things that come with mental health issues and um, trauma. But like, you can you can be. This is going to sound like a I'm not like a TED talk, but it sounds a little bit, I guess, big. Yeah, you can be successful and also be sad all the time. You can be successful and be like going through trauma. You can be loved and also be having a really difficult time and be really struggling. You can be, you know, struggling with some like pretty, really difficult, isolating things and still be loved. And also you always have value, whatever your feelings are. And I think that that means for me, like that I want to send that message out means showing up when I'm not having a good day and being honest and saying like, Hey, look, I've definitely had newsletters where I'm like, I was going to talk about this thing, but I feel super sad or I feel shitty or whatever. And I'm actually going to talk about this instead. And I don't go into necessarily like really, you know, minute details, but I mention it because if I'm feeling it, I don't know where I heard this, but if I'm feeling it and going through something, at least one other person is too, like that's reading it or seeing it. And one of the most validating things I think we can do is to show people that they're not alone. Um, Or does that make sense? Like one of the most validating feelings is for me is recognizing that I'm, you know, not the only business owner who uh, really like, you know, gets like someone unsubscribes and I like go down a down, like a, a spiral of like, oh no, like I'm not good enough, whatever. And then, you know, a little later I'm like, oh, hold up. This one person doesn't mean that I'm not, <laughs> doesn't mean that I'm not, um, doesn't change anything about me. Um, or, you know, like this other person like has been through this experience. It's not, I'm not fully alone in this. Does that make sense? I feel like it didn't come out the way I meant it to. No, I think it did. Uh, I think it made sense. Um, that, well, it's almost like your worth as a business owner is not attached to how many like newsletter subscribers you have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like I'm, I don't even know if there's an answer to this question, but like, how do those, like, how do you bring together, like, it's okay to, like, have a shitty day or shitty times or whatever, and like, um, trying to, I don't know, like, grow your business or whatever, if you see, like, sales slow down or your, let's, I don't know, that it matters to you, but like, follower count on Instagram is declining, like, steadily. Um, not mm-hmm. just like one person or whatever. Um, and it's like, you've been having a hypothetically like a bout of like shitty days for the last little bit. And like, now this is happening. 
you want to start growing your business um, or you want to see more sales revenue and that kind of stuff, but like you just, uh, you're having a hard time showing up, I guess, or you, yeah, I don't know yeah. if you've been through that in the time that you've been oh, in yeah. business or many times, <laughs> um, <laughs> many, many times it's, it's hard. Cause it, I think it's so easy to get caught in this, um, maybe thought pattern that the amount of like Instagram followers, followers you have meet like equals your success level or like, you know, any drop in income means you fail or like it's so easy to get caught up in the numbers. I think one of the most important parts, which is going to sound like it's, I'm saying it like it's so easy is to let the feelings come up. Don't act on them. Mm-hmm. But like, feel that feeling because for most of us, that feeling is not specifically for this one thing. Like if it was just about like people unfollowing us and there was no other emotional load behind that, it probably wouldn't be as big of a deal. You might be like, oh, I mean, maybe it would, but like, where have you, where else have you felt that feeling before? Yeah. And one thing that my therapist, I think has brought up with me is saying it like, hey, what if, um, I fail. So what if I fail? And the reality is as much as it feels super difficult and it, you know, it's a hard thing to think about is if you fail at your business, that doesn't mean that you fail as a person. It doesn't yeah. mean you did anything wrong necessarily. It's like, you know, just the cycle of things and like, okay, maybe that wasn't the right thing for you. You pick up, you do it, you do something again. And, um, that's it's I say that like it's easy but it really is important I think to feel like feel that like go through don't act on it don't like take like an hour or whatever you need to yourself and just feel that feeling and then I think that it's helpful to if it's possible to connect with other business owners or um, people who are doing similar stuff because it's quite often when I've done that they're like oh god yeah I would that happened with me like two weeks ago or something Mm -hmm. and even the people who you think you like look at their businesses maybe you don't know them very well but you look at their businesses and they seem successful on Instagram or whatever they still have those days too most of them they'll have times where a bunch of people unfollow them or where they maybe they make a wrong move and they mess up or if you have like a physical store not every day is a like you know, meet your goal, like amount of money every day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, One of the things that I I heard from Jillian Murphy, (laughs) who I think is like our, (laughs) um, I don't know, she's awesome, (laughs) is I did a a course with her and she said to me, I wish I could remember her exact wording because she definitely did like it was a powerful statement, but when you start to like really step into your own voice, which is a big deal for me, especially as like coming from the trauma background I have, but like actually stepping into your own voice and being the person you want to be, being the business owner you want to be, um, there's going to be people that don't like it. Mm-hmm. You will have unfollows. You will like, might lose friends. You might like get a bunch of unsubscribes. Because especially, I mean, in the 
um, area or the, the, yeah, let's stick with area, <laughs> area that I'm in. It's not exactly like the, the going with the norm. Like it's very much pushing against the norm in terms of like the anti-diet um, yoga club and body neutral and, you know, these aren't, and like this whole thing, it's not exactly socially accepted by most, in most places. There's going to be people that don't like it. And she said, they're not your people. Mm-hmm. People that unfollow you, people who unsubscribe or whatever, they were not your people. They're not your like ideal client. They're not your, the person you're talking to. But if you continue to, you know, stand in that true voice or just be yourself, like show up as yourself as much as you can. There are going to be people who need to learn whatever it is from you specifically. There are people who like need to hear your voice and they're your people. And there's, you know, like this dip, there can be this dip for you. Like you put out a post or a newsletter or whatever that has some like um, controversial, maybe not controversial, but um big statement the words are escaping me today which is not great for doing a podcast but uh, you know um uh, like an un excuse me unpopular opinion and you get a bunch of people unfollow you they you're not gonna like get along with them anyway if that's yeah. truly who you are and truly your opinion like you know you're just not meant for each other and mm-hmm. that sucks but it's okay because then you find the people who they're like all in, they're like all about your offering. They're all about your business or your content or whatever. And those people are awesome. (laughs) Those people are like, like breathe life into what you're doing again, because it's um, a reminder that like the reason you're showing up the way you're showing up is for those people is to like, for me is to remind those people that you can be sad or depressed or go through trauma and also be a business owner or be a successful person or be enough or whatever. And I think that it's hard. And I know that I'm saying this all like I have it all figured out, which I don't. I think that's another misconception. Someone messaged me the other day and they were like, so I don't remember their exact words. And I won't, I wouldn't tell them if I did, but something like, oh, I know business owners have it all figured out or something. And I laughed. <laughs> I was like, we absolutely do not. I think that sometimes we, um, it can seem like we do, like for if you're, you know, not, maybe not in my model of owning a business, but in other senses, maybe some people do, but I 100% am winging it most of the time. <laughs> I find that. <laughs> it's just like saying like as you say it out loud it sounds like you have it all figured out I find that that's a really great trick like for me when I'm doubting myself or something or I guess it's like a more hindsight like when I don't realize how much I've learned or how much I know it's I just like legitimately maybe I'm a narcissist I don't know <laughs> pretend I'm on like a talk show or something and I'm just explaining like this concept that I've been thinking about or um uh I don't know a story that I like something I, I went through or whatever it is and I just ex- explain it as if I'm being interviewed 
um, or as if I'm like teaching someone. Um, and then afterwards, it's kind of like, for me, it's like very self-reflexive because I realize how much I do know about this. Like, yeah, maybe I haven't had like gotten all the facts, like memorized and all the, the, the percentages and numbers and that kind of stuff aren't like perfect, but like the broad strokes, like, you know, I do actually know a lot about this concept or this, you know, whatever it is, this, this story. And I do have a lot of like good things to, to share about it when I speak it out loud. Like I almost have like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, you're not used to, or me, I'm not used to hearing my, my specific voice um, in those contexts. And even just like pretending like I'm giving a lecture or an interview or something helps me realize how much how much I actually do know about whatever subject I'm talking about yeah that's very true I definitely have had that before too where I like I had a program or series for a while that I'm going to introduce again at some point but mental health and yoga mm-hmm. um and there's a section of it that I did a like little I called it the sciencey section <laughs> it wasn't a very long section because I you know people don't want to sit in like well, I would, but some people don't want yeah, I would. to do it all. Yeah. Um, so I like right it kind of short. Yeah. I love it. I like, tell me why things work the way they work. And I'm like, I love it so much. Um, and I'd be so nervous beforehand, like losing my mind uh, with nerves. And my partner would call me and say like, okay, go through practice trend. And mm-hmm. I could do the whole thing without even looking at my notes one time. Yeah. Or people ask a question about anatomy. And I, even though I've done like, you know, six, 700 hours of training and have had like five years experience, six years experience, um, like full-time teaching, I, in my brain, sometimes I'm like, oh, you don't know this. You're not like an expert because my teaching doesn't look like this person's teaching. Mm-hmm. And then someone will ask me a specific question about, you know, an experience they're having in their body. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is this, and this is this, and this makes sense. Yeah, all these um, muscles are attached to these ones, and this is the, whatever joint that's moving. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's it's impacted by I don't know some emotional stuff that goes into it or whatever. And it's like, oh yeah, no, I do know this. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm not an expert, and that's fine. But mm-hmm. I do know enough, like, and as much as lots of people who are talking about this with authority. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's more like all that to say, like. <laughs> you're allowed to let your voice fill the room and yes you know you you don't have to be at the end of the game in order to be an authority on something in order to have yeah. a voice in order to have an opinion you can be just starting out and no one knows whatever it is or whatever like your business is better than you do mm-hmm. you're the only one who can explain that you're the only one who can talk to that um experience in your way and that is valuable in and of itself Mm -hmm. that's such a good point i find with some folks who are wanting to start their own business or um i'll just use that as an example they're like oh i have to do like x y and z extra courses and i have to do this to prepare and i have to have like my website fully set up and perfect and i have to do this and you know there's a list of things that you like have to do and then I will set it up and then like when you've done this it'll be good enough but I don't think that you ever feel ready you could do all of the 
you know, and like, I'm not saying in, in this a scenario where you like literally know nothing about the business you're starting, like in that situation, yes, like do the courses and there's nothing wrong with doing the courses, like go for it. But also you're never going to feel ready. It's scary as shit. It's yeah, like, you're never going to feel like you know enough and you're an expert enough and you study yeah. enough, you know, like if you have that inkling of like, this is something I, I want to do and you've taken some actionable steps towards it, like it's ready to launch. And mm-hmm. for me, like I struggle with like a lot of perfectionism and something that I have gotten a lot better at over the last couple of years is just like done is better than perfect. So like mm. sometimes you just throw it out there and you just see what happens. Like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, I, well, not even, I made like my first reel and like it, it wasn't great. But I needed to, to start learn. I needed because I wanted to start learning how to use the, the thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to edit it. It looked really confusing. And so I just needed to start and I just needed to try and put it out there. And of course, like need is like very loaded. Like I just, I really wanted to do this. And in order to cross that bridge, I actually just like needed to walk across it, you know? Um, <laughs> I didn't make have a messy to make, first a YouTube, make a YouTube video about like, or watch one about how to do this. And like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's messy first pancake. It doesn't have to be, it just, you just need to get the ball rolling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a jump? Like the, yeah. I'm always, uh, like, you know, when you're a kid, maybe you don't you're like you're trying to jump off like a dock or something oh yeah and <laughs> I still do this I'm not gonna I haven't like been to a dock to go swimming by but like I probably would still do this where you're like oh my god I'm so scared I can't do this and then you sort of have to, like trick yourself or just not think about it like just don't like I know it's so much easier said than done you can just say like just don't overthink it like haha okay but it's like that thing when you're a teenager or whatever and you send a text that you're scared to send you like send it and you throw your phone across the room <laughs> like just start it and then like throw maybe don't throw your like laptops but like leave the house it, like just it, like they play and go yeah. <laughs> yeah they play and go don't overthink it because I think something that is easy to forget is that perfect is not relatable <laughs> you can like we show up we could show up with this podcast like a hundred percent perfect scripted not 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 that I'm saying this isn't super amazing but you know we could show up like perfect uh manicured thing and it's not gonna be like maybe some people will be like yes I totally get this but like the vast majority of people are gonna be like I don't know I'm not I don't relate to being feeling perfect all the time I can like post a reel and it's like always perfect but that's not whether for, you know, the poster's sake or the fact that Instagram continuously and constantly glitches, especially <laughs> from, <you>. from experience. <laughs> I don't know what it is with me and Instagram. We do not have a good relationship, mm-hmm. but it's not, I don't know. It's not perfect, but like showing up in a messy, potentially messy way, or, you know, just like throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks is fucking relatable. I feel like most of us are just sending those texts and like running across the room when we're we're starting these things but it's like it's how you keep going right like if you keep stalling putting it out there or you hit a really shitty period and so you know everything kind of falls by the wayside and then you're like how do I even pick this up and keep going like how do I like get this running again this is really oversimplified but it's like you just do you just have to throw something else there just just post a thing just send out a Mm -hmm. newsletter 
like just do one small thing to like kind of get the creative juices like flowing mm-hmm. again you know like you yep yeah, you stalled you, you went through a really hard time um and now you're coming out of it or maybe you want to be coming out of it um you the, the first thing you, you do coming back doesn't have to be the best thing you've ever done mm-hmm. you know I feel like sometimes it's just like when you're coming out of a funk like it's there's a lot of pressure on like that first thing that you do mm-hmm. and uh you can speak to this experiment experience a little bit more but like I think and it's hard and it, it sounds easy when you're saying it back again like everything you said but <laughs> I think that the best thing you can do is to just put something out there like mm-hmm. I do this when I get like writer's block a lot um you just start writing it just it doesn't have to be good it doesn't it doesn't have to be kept in the final draft you just need to start writing um because as you start writing you'll get back into that flow of being able to write and sometimes like just putting words on paper is the most difficult part not necessarily coming up with a good idea even though that's what it seems like the obstacle is it's like actually just the getting going part that's hard yeah yeah that's very true it's so easy to get it's so hard to get out of your head mm-hmm. to do that I have I I had to post it I, I think it's just worn out and fallen off the wall but <laughs> that said um get out of your head and into your heart and I put it at one point it was right behind where I would teach like right behind my where my phone is and because it's so easy, especially when things are hard, it's so easy to feel like you can't, you know, you don't want to show up. You can't, like, you don't want to do the thing. You don't want to post the thing because it's scary or you don't want to start the new project or you just want to like be in bed and lay in bed all the time. And it can be so easy for me when I'm in those funks to overthink literally every single thing I do and it's like this constant voice of like oh I'm not good enough it's not good enough no one's gonna like this like oh I'm you know my sales were like this percentage less you know I'm you know it's everything's failed I'm I'm the worst I give up we're done yeah yeah and it's it's not that simple and it's not a lot of the times it's not about anything to do with me if that their sales are low sometimes yeah like you know maybe my offerings lined up in a weird way or whatever but every business has low percentage days or like low income days mm-hmm. or unfollows or unsubscribes or you know that customer that comes in and screams at you and it's like oh this is the worst place ever I'm never coming back and <laughs> if you're if if you think of it like like that voice like that customer, like your little customers, like I'm never coming back. You're the worst. Like, do you take that customer seriously? And you're like, Oh no, my whole business is done for. Or are you like, Oh, fuck off. I can, you know, I don't need this to, <laughs> I don't know if this is translating, but think about no, sometimes there's a little bit of value in there. It's like, yeah. okay, you know, maybe, maybe we could have cleaned the change rooms a little bit better. Yeah. You know, maybe they're, they're right. Did they need to yell at me like that? Absolutely not. So I don't yeah. need to take that with me. I can take yeah. the, the little piece that was true mm-hmm. um, and throw the rest out, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And sometimes people get upset about like small things, like how there's 
milk in a latte and they ordered latte <laughs> or it's almost like you worked at a cafe before yeah <laughs> yeah the amount of things there's been so many times where i fully explained like okay if you want this this is what it's going to taste like and look like and they're like i know and you're like okay but this, this is how big it is this is what it's going to be like and they're like i know and you give it to them exactly how you said it was going to look and yeah. they're still like uh, excuse me this is not what i wanted <laughs> There's Side always going to be people. My huh? first job ever was at Tim Hortons. And similarly to that, I remember someone ordering like, it's like a, a coffee, but they wanted something like, like five or six creams and like 10 sugars or something like that in there. And the way that coffee's made at Tim Hortons is that all the cream and sugar is put in first and then coffee's poured on top of it. Okay. Um, it's because there's a machine that does all, everything. You just push buttons. Um, and then pour coffee and so obviously there's like an inch of room left for coffee and then the complaint was that it was cold <laughs> i mean you order a <laughs> cup and a half of cream in mm-hmm. your coffee and then it's cold and so it's just the shit like that like okay none of that i don't need to take any of that with me except maybe the warm people that they, if they order three quarters of a yeah. cup full of cream it will be yeah. cold when they receive it yeah. if that's indeed what they want then fantastic yeah. Uh, if not, maybe you should order something different. Um, but yeah, like, you know, it's, sometimes it's it's truly not about you. It's really just about, I don't know, somebody yeah. else's yeah. experience of the situation. And, you know, mm-hmm. maybe last time somehow it was hot and this time it was cold. And I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't please everyone. And you yeah. can't please, there is going to be times where people, you know, are like, oh, you, I'm mad because you don't do this thing and it can mm-hmm. feel so tempting to want to cater your business to all of the people, but that's not going to work for anybody because yeah, eventually you're going to hate time it. Instead of this time, it's like, well, that yeah. actually really doesn't work for me. I can't. Yeah. 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 Instead of like spending all of your energy trying to please everybody, like, what do you want to do? Like, do you need to take the day off and do the bare minimum depending on your business? I know that you can't just like, not open your store if you have a physical store if you have like a class you can't just not show up to the class but you can show up the percentage that you can like I show up to classes like the other day I, I did a recording for a class and I think I said in the class like I'm having a hard time right now and my words are coming out weird and I don't remember actually what I said specifically but I showed up I didn't you know spend the whole class talking about it but I just like touched on it and then I moved on And I got feedback from a few people who were like, wow, I really needed to hear that. Like that felt really validating to know or to, you know, and it allowed them to. You don't have to be like the best version of yourself every time you show up. Yeah. Yeah. You can just exist. Try your hardest and try your best and then go take care of yourself after after the requirements are over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people are going to get mad at you for something as silly as like, you know, there being like a tablespoon of coffee in your thing and it's cold, like that's going to happen. And it can be, and sometimes that shows up in the way of like a bunch of people unfollowing you because you say that like, um, it's important that everyone feel included or like that, um, diet culture is something that like fitness instructors profit off of Mm -hmm. or whatever. And there's going to be people who don't like it, who complain about it. And that doesn't mean that your point isn't valid, or that doesn't mean that you're less valuable or that you have to stop saying those things like they're not Mm -hmm. your people 
They're yeah, the people who are yelling like at you about cream. Yep. <laughs> and like your turnaround times because you're having a yeah. rough time. Like, you know, it's it's okay. It's okay. You can do mm-hmm. this. <laughs> you can do mm-hmm. that. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. I, this is a super random thing to say at the end, but I just, uh, do people like stomping up the stairs earlier? So I hope that does not too loud on this end but I just also realized that you like you mute whenever you drink water and I haven't done that at all this whole time and if we go through the last four episodes and it's just like you hear me drinking <laughs> I'm gonna be so mortified <laughs> it's because like the first time I did it I gulped so loudly I was like that <laughs> is disgusting <laughs> and so now I try so hard to mute <laughs> or like before okay. my dogs are about to bark like if I see them like get up I'm like I'm yeah. just I want to scare the yeah. shit out of someone listening. It's probably <laughs> going to happen at some point. Like, well, I have like a great peer mix, and she she has the loudest bark you've ever heard in your life. It would actually make you like legitimately crap your pants. Like, oh really? So loud. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to like, <laughs> I don't know, preempt those things and not gulp. Yeah. I'm not a fan of like wet noises, and so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Uh, well, I apologize if when we're listening to this back to edit, we're just, you're like, oh my God, I'll have to try and actually, I don't know. I don't think about it all the time, but I'll have to see. We'll find out if, if, if that's been the case, I truly apologize. And yeah. I will try and remember <laughs> to mute. I do mute when I burp. Exactly. So you're welcome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, this is episode, whatever it is. I don't know if we're releasing them in order, but yeah. fourth, we're recording. Fourth? Is it five? Fourth? It's still know. like we're doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and, and I know for you listening now, like if you're listening to it right at this moment, um, at this moment for you, you're like, wow, they've been out for four weeks, whatever. Like this is super great. <laughs> you're like, wow, this is the best podcast ever. I should go rate, rate. What do people say? Rate, review, and subscribe or whatever. No, yep. that's YouTube. Is that what it is? Well, it's, can yeah, you subscribe you can to a podcast? Subscribe. I subscribe to podcasts. And oh. then I know like the downloads matter for like how your yeah. podcast ranks. Uh, it's, that's about as much as I know the podcast. Yeah. I know uh, the reviews. Maybe reviews we should have mentioned sure. this before at this point. You know, at some point I figured oh. that we would know more about it and we'll just <laughs> update as we go. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Um, for those of you who are listening at this moment for you, we're about to release soon, uh, next yeah. week, I think. And oh. <laughs> so weird. we're excited like in real life, like what people know <laughs> in the universe where people are listening to this, mm-hmm. it's like probably almost July, if it's not July and in oh. our universe, we're releasing oh, yeah. the first episode next week. And yeah. so weird. it almost doesn't feel real that people are actually listening. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about how hot it is, and people are like, "Ah, oh, fucking, duh, like, it's July." Like, uh, no, yeah, it's May. No, there's a heat wave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, stay cool out there, all you. Yeah. yeah. Whatever happens in the future, your dolls. Uh, have fun. <laughs> yeah. Have fun. Go. Uh, go celebrate some long weekends in in the middle of summer. <laughs> yeah. Stay cool. I'm just gonna end it there. <laughs> Stay cool. Uh, bye. <laughs>